Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today we got a special guest on the show. He's a self-made entrepreneur. He's also an author of the new book on a positive note, 10 Days to Positivity, and we're going to break this down a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathan Pelly. What's going on, man? How you ah, doing? Doing great, my brother. Good to man. see you, man. Good to see you too, man. I'm saying, have been waiting long enough. My phone, man, got stuck out there. You know, honestly, I'm just running behind time. That's it, man. It'd be like that yeah. sometimes, though. although we live in the same building. But it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I just want people to know your story, man. You know, ever since I met you, it seems like you got a clear head on your shoulder, that you're very driven, very directed in where you wanted to go, you know what I'm saying? And since I've seen you, uh, you know, you've been making a lot of moves, you know what I'm saying? As far as leading into your entrepreneurship as well with this book. Congratulations, by the way. You know what I'm saying? I got my official signed copy. I'll zoom in on that later. But, um, yeah, man, I just want people to know your story, man. So, starting off, like, where you, where you from? I'm from New York City. I'm from okay. the Bronx. Bronx, New York. I grew up in the Same. Bronx. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, grew up in the Bronx. I always wanted to get out of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. But now I want to get back in the Bronx. What? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. reasons. Different sorry. reasons. Yeah. Different reasons. Really good reasons, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I've always been a what people call a hustler by heart, by nature. Always been. Always knew how to sell things. Always knew how to buy things. Always knew how to flip things. And I always had my ear to the streets mm-hmm. to see what was next. Right. You know, which was a which was a jewel. You know, growing mm-hmm. up in those type of environments, you kind of keep your ear to the streets because you know what people want. Right. Right. Like most people and most consumers are to the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about streets like street, street, street. I'm talking about street far as like what people are buying. Right. 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 The market. So, the market. Mm-hmm. So I always knew my ears was clearly to the street and I always knew what people wanted and what they wanted to buy. So whatever they wanted to buy, I always try to find out what they want to buy and I'll sell it to them at uh, uh, with, a, with, a, with a margin, you know, to right. make sure I can make some money off of it. So it started like that. I started around 15, 16 years old. What I was, was the first thing you sold? Um, Tim's and Air Force Ones. Iceberg was popping back in the day. Yeah, I remember that. So we was moving that all through the Bronx mm-hmm. like crazy. We used to go all the way downtown, buy it downtown for dirt cheap, and then we used to flip it. Mm-hmm. And that's how we kept money in our pocket. So we, you know, you could imagine we showing up to school with all type of things. And um, then the internet came about. The internet was always around, but we um, ringtones right. was like our first big thing, right? Right. So selling ringtones to 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 people, right? Mm-hmm. So we created a website. Got ringtone popping, mm-hmm. and we, we, I mean, we made so much money selling ringtones at the age, and we was like 18, 19 years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it really started. So that's when I started to get really interested in entrepreneurship. I was like, yo, we did this by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this is at a time when I could tell you all the places that didn't want to hire me when I was 17 years old. Right. Marshalls didn't want to hire me at one point, mm-hmm. right? I couldn't get hired by Marshalls for nothing, right? <laughs> Barnes and Nobles didn't want to hire me at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. So it was very tough for me to make money. So it was like the options that I had was either option A and option B, right? Mm-hmm. So I took advantage of option A and option B, which was do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah, that's how things got started for me at that age. That's and, great, man. Yeah. Not too many people think like that at that age. You know, they're just going to school, still playing sports, you know, living with mom and dad, so they don't have no worries. But it seems like you took that initiative to move forward early, which is obviously working out for you. So that's that's good, man. Hell yeah. Had to. Had to, man. It was like, you know, it was fight or flight. So it's like, and especially like when you have nothing to lose at that point. Oh, well, I thought I had nothing to lose because everybody mm-hmm. has something to lose. Right, right, right. But in my mind, my mindset was that I have nothing to lose. So everything was had to be a game for me. Everything had to be a win for me. So um, during that time, I just kept on going. And then um, 
one thing led to another, one thing led to another, one thing led to another. You know, I tried everything. Don't get me wrong, too. Like, you know, I messed up a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm so confident to go into any endeavor with, um, with, 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 with a clear, with a clear vision because I messed up a, b- a bunch of times. So I'm not scared to take that next risk. You right. know what I'm saying? I'll take that next chance on something. Right. I mean, I've lost a lot, mm-hmm. but it's fun losing because once you know how to lose, then you start to learn how to win. Stop right there. Now, I want you to express in detail the fun behind losing because it seems like when you have a certain mindset in entrepreneurship, you know, overcoming obstacles is, is it, you understand that it's part of it, but you don't let it discourage you from moving forward. So explain to me, you know, what type of fun you found in losing. Um, you learn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, say, for example, let me give you a, a, a clear example, right? Like if you get into a car accident, right? Right. The first time you get in the car accident, it's a brand new car, and you, you wreck your car somehow. Or your little friend of Bentley, right? Right. You're going to be in complete panic. You're like, oh, my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. My dad's going to kill me. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, right? But if you do that, if you did that like three or four times, you're going to be like, all right, cool. Just listen. There's no reason for us to be yelling at each other. That's not going to do any just. Right. Let's just exchange information, mm-hmm. and then let's um, let the insurance handle it, mm-hmm. right? That's what that's what losing does, but at the same time you win because you save yourself a bunch of time. You save yourself getting in a conflict with that other person because you know two people that don't know themselves mm-hmm. arguing with each other. Anything can spiral out of that, right? right? Mm-hmm. So when you lose, you actually gain a lot because you know how to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. So those situations are going to arise multiple times. So that's why I get nervous when I see people who never lost because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. This could be a um, this could be a, a red flag because this person never lost. Because if something happens, say for example, if I give you a whole bunch of money, if I give you a couple of dollars to do something with it, and then you lose it, you gonna panic. Right. Or anything can happen. You gonna give panic. up and then you gonna panic. Whatever it is, you gonna panic. And most people panic. People don't notice it. They're so quick to panic. Mm-hmm. People never think things through. So that's why I find the fun in lo- losing. And making mistakes because it's fun, you know right. what I'm saying. And then you learn how to get around those um, those 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 mess ups mm-hmm. to the point that you know how to pick and choose your peoples that you need around you to make those a successful move. Right. No, that's good, man. Sounds like you're just creating an idea for your next book. I know, I know. I, know. Yeah, I, was, I was pondering. I was pondering, <laughs> that. I was pondering that in my head too. I was like, oh, okay, this is fun and losing. All right. Hey, I got one. It <laughs> definitely sounds like a great idea. You should. You should. Put more thought into yeah, that. man. I mean, listen, man. I, listen, I was just telling somebody this the other day. Like, I started so many companies mm-hmm. and bust a whole bunch of companies. But then, you know, the one or two that did well, mm-hmm. you know, those are what people see. You know what I'm saying? And that's what allows me to live a certain way right now, right? right. But people don't know. It's mm-hmm. like I had like 15 companies before that wow. that bust up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Me going in and fire just mean being the aggressive person that I am, thinking I can do it. Like ah. Yeah, and then yeah, you know this whole thing go up in flames. You know what I'm saying? Two million dollars gone. Wow. A million dollars gone. You know what I'm saying? Like quick. So it's like, sheesh. You learn from those things, mm-hmm. right? And then when you speaking to people, as far as like you could be your investor. You know what I mean? It could be somebody else trying to partner. That adds value to it in a sense because I know what to do in those situations. Even when I talk to other entrepreneurs, I'm like, oh okay, I know where you at right now. I can, here's some advice, and this is where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and also it goes back to being positive too. At the same time, right? You're gonna you're gonna mess up, mm-hmm. but then you have to have a positive outlook on things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because everything happens for a reason. That's my philosophy. Right. Everything happens right. for a reason. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, that's my philosophy on it. No, that's great. That's great, bro. So 
was was this did you have any other dream prior to wanting to be an entrepreneur? I had many dreams. I had many dreams. I had many dreams and then I started to realize what dreams mean to me. Okay. Right. I realized that I don't dream anymore. I plan, right? So I had dreams in the past. I hit those dreams. Like I, what? Like say for example, I played in the entertainment business before mm-hmm. and that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Actor. Acting, yeah. Okay. I did it before, which was cool. It was good. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved it. It was great. But then I realized I started to discover my purpose in life, right? You know, mm-hmm. and everybody has their purpose. What do you I, think yours is? My purpose is to help other people get achieve big goals. You know okay. what I mean? I'm a big driven person. So if I could be that person that someone looks at and be like, yo, you know what? He did it. He hit a B. Right. He hit a billion dollars first. He mm-hmm. hit two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not one of these dudes that's like completely opposite of me right right so that's my purpose is to, to motivate somebody else to do something big audacious and courageous you mm-hmm. know what i mean with confidence and let me be the poster child for that right so that's 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 my that's my plan and that's my purpose so back to the dreams part i don't dream anymore i just plan mm-hmm. and that's that because dreams is when you're sleeping and i don't really sleep like that yeah sleep is for billionaires brother mm-hmm. in your life where you felt like you know your story and everything you've been through thus far can help someone facts mm-hmm. so that's, that's that's a really good question so mm-hmm. what motivated me to write the book all right so last year i was sitting down and i was like all right i want to write a book okay that's what that's where it started i was mm-hmm. like i need a book right, right, right and then i know that when i'm around my peers if you know me you know, I'm always like, I'm always, I always have a positive outlook on things, mm-hmm. right? So right. you could tell me something just happened, and I'll be like, well, look at it like this. Exactly. This could be, this could have happened, that could have happened, or you could have lost your leg. Right. You know. Yeah, exactly. People don't understand. They could have easily been a lamp. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you could have been a lamp yeah. right there. That's what you could have been. That would have been your whole entire life. You'd be standing there, and just sometimes people turn you on and turn you off. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. people need to understand that. So what motivated me to write the book is that I want to help people get past whatever they're getting through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I came from a negative environment, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. A very negative environment. And mm-hmm. in order for me to get out of that negative environment, I had to be positive. I had to be, I had to look at things from a positive outlook. I had to rise above. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And even with this picture on my book, this picture means a lot to me because I know where I came from, you know? Exactly. I came from a bottom and I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the top of the building right now. I'm in the top. I'm in the best. I'm in the best penthouse in that building. Right. And that says a lot for me because mm-hmm. I know how hard it took for me to get there. Mm-hmm. And I know what positive outlooks I had to have. And that's why you see clear windows all around mm-hmm. because you have to look at things from a higher point of view. You can't look at it from the way you're sitting down looking at it right now. You right. can't see it face to face. Sometimes you got to look at things from a higher point of view and mm-hmm. understand that things could be a lot worse or it could be a lot better. Right. So that's what motivated motivated me to write the book. No, that's great, bro. I mean, you definitely gotta have that third eye open at all times. That's some, that's my philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Take a take all outlets of any situation that can happen. You want to consider. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just looking at it head on, because then you just focus on one outcome. One outcome of whatever may happen. That's true. And then another thing too, the world needs it, man. Mm-hmm. You look around, man. It's just nothing but negative conversations, man. It's either this girl talking about that girl, this guy talking about that guy, this guy don't like that, or he don't like this, or the news is just pumping negativity, everybody running around scared, and it's mm-hmm. like, yo, listen, the world doesn't have to be like that for you. Right. And, but, and I understand, they alter, 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 
they're altering your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The world. You right. know what I'm saying? So you have to understand, if you have control of your perspective, mm-hmm. you have control of you. Mm-hmm. But if you have negative things happening around you, you're going to live purely in that. Right. So I wrote this book for people who want to see from a positive um, perspective mm-hmm. with all the fat and clutter that's all around us. That's like, ah, oh, this, this, that, and third. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're ugly. You're pretty. Oh, your teeth is yellow. Do you? Are you depressed? It's like, come on. <laughs> <Are you laughs> I see those commercials at least like three times a day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and it's just pumping you with that information. They don't understand how strong this vessel is. Mm-hmm. Your body, your mind, this especially, this is the most important thing on your body right now. Exactly. You get what I'm coming from? And mm-hmm. if they get control of that, or whoever gets control of that, any negative energy get control of that, then you're gone for yeah, good. They have the power. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I remember, listen, I went through a dark phase in my life. At one point, listen, I was super depressed. And mm-hmm. this goes back to why I wrote the book, super depressed, to the point that I wanted to take my own life. Son. Why were you depressed? Loneliness, mm-hmm. fighting my own thoughts in my head, mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of different problems, man. It was a conglomerate of problems, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That I was fighting in my head, though. It was all in my head. It wasn't actually happening. Mm-hmm. It was in my head. And I realized, listen, this happened right in North Hollywood in the valley. I was going to jump off this little bridge right there, like little sewer, little area and everything like that. And I sat there and I had to think about every single thing that I had that was good and every single thing that I had that was bad. Mm -hmm. And I came to the conclusion that the worst thing that can happen right now is me jumping off this friggin' bridge. Exactly. That's the biggest loss you can ever do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I decided not to do that. And then three, four years later, I wrote this book. Mm-hmm. And that came, that stem, that's all the fuel. It's all experiences. Exactly. It's all experiences. all experiences. So I came up with that book. I was like, hey, you know what? Everything's on a positive note, man. No matter what you're going through, well, on a positive note, you could do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or this could be that. And it can always be worse. It can always be worse, whatever that is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just an obstacle. Exactly. There's, no, there's no such thing called bad. Mm-hmm. It's just an obstacle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, someone said one time... You know, develop more skills. If you have problems, develop more skills. Mm. And that's why I'm a firm advocate of books. That's why I said books changed my life. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm up to like 600 books I've read so far, man. 600 and something books now. Um, books changed my life, and I know that how powerful these things are. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to write this book with showing my experience and why I think positivity is the best way to look at things. Right. So no good job, man. Definitely, man. I definitely want to go into some of the chapters now. We, cause I know you don't want to give out too much detail because you got to buy the book. They got to buy the book. So I want you to tell me out of all these ten chapters, which one do you? Well, I know you identify with all of them, but which one means the most to you and why? Well, all of them do, right? All of them is they all is a team. They all work together. But the two that I started with day one and day two, so chapter one, chapter two. So I broke it down into days, so you can have a. Um, so you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to get through the book. I want you to soak it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, day one, mm-hmm. getting rid of negative thoughts. Okay. So people don't understand that it takes a lot to get rid of negative thoughts and identifying negative thoughts, right? You have to know what negative thoughts are. So I explained that in chapter one. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what are negative thoughts, right? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And you sit with yourself and figure out which thoughts are the ones that's not adding value to your life and get rid of them, right? Mm-hmm. Focus on the positive thoughts, mm-hmm. get rid of the negative thoughts. And then day two is getting rid of negative people around you. A lot of people don't understand that it's, it's, we're all connected as one, right? Mm-hmm. So negative is going to attract negative. Right. Positive is going to attract positive. positive if you're feeling some type of way, 
Nine out of ten chances, it's your circle. You know what I mean? Birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. And if you want to start living a positive life, if you want to start changing your life, or you want something to change, look at your peers. Mm-hmm. Look around. Mm-hmm. If you feel some type of way about something, nine out of ten chances, it's coming from over there. And that's right. your people. So mm-hmm. getting rid of negative thoughts and getting rid of negative people in your life is very important. So that's why I start with those two chapters right there. Mm-hmm. And I think those are, those are very important because love is something, right? You love your friends, right? Mm-hmm. But if your friends is a bad, look, one bad apple can make the whole tree go bad. Right. And the reason why I say love, a lot of people don't break away from situations because of love, love. right? Mm-hmm. And love is this chemical that's spilling off in your brain. Mm-hmm. So people don't break away from that situation because of love. Mm-hmm. Or whatever love is. It can be a love for your friendship, your mom, your parents. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. But if it's negative, you got you to gotta, you gotta be aware of it. And you got to see it. And then you got to be like, all right, this is not healthy for me. You could love somebody from a distance. Mm-hmm. You could be friends with people that did. I have a lot of friends. Same. But there's a lot of friends I don't talk to anymore because of the way they move. Right. The way they operate. It doesn't work for my for my thing I got Your going on. Yeah, my plan. It doesn't align. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just that it doesn't click. Right. There's seven point it's just business. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's mm-hmm. seven point something billion people out here in this world. That means seven point something billion perspectives. Mm-hmm. Seven point something billion um, point of views. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to click. And if it doesn't work for you, it's not it's not bad to say, hey, this is not going to work out for us. Let's do something else different. You know, we can like each other from afar. Mm-hmm. But what I got going on, I got to get rid of that. Right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to live this way. Right. And there's nothing wrong because negative people stick with negative people. They sit there and talk about people all day. Oh, yeah, that's my man. He's not uh, Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter. You know what I'm saying? That's their world. Right. So choose your people. Choose your worlds wisely. Right. That's my thing. Choose your worlds wisely. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's <laughs> book number three coming out tonight. That's <laughs> book number three. Yeah. No, it's cool that you mentioned those two. For me, actually, day eight was the one that helped me the most because practicing positive thinking every day, that's something that I was struggling with. You know, obviously, step one would be getting rid of negative thoughts, but then practicing positive thinking, like having a different outlook on any situation and using a positive outlook to, you know, get overcome it and weed out the negative uh, outcomes that may arouse because of that situation. You know, I had trouble struggling with that. So when I read the book, it's, it, it gave me a refresher to keep that mindset that I currently have going because, you know, it could easily go left, you know what I'm saying, at any given moment. So, you know I'm saying, I appreciate it. They ate the most, you know what I'm saying. That, you know what, that's a very good one too as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. You know why? Because everything goes back to repetition, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you do things over and over and over, then you become that and you become good at that, right? Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I'm so proud is because I practice positive every single day. I wake up in the morning, I'm thankful. I'm like, yo, I woke up. Yeah, thank you. Oh, right. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> exactly, I'm good. yeah. I'm right. Let me start my day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, when that's very important so it's like I'm very thankful for that and it's like it goes back to repetition you know what I mean you do it you, it's like playing basketball you can't play it sometime if you want to be great right. you gotta play it every single day right. to be and that's with anything mm-hmm. so, 10,000 hours 10,000 man maybe that you're on 100 hours 100,000 hours mm-hmm. man let's even get nastier with it let's, yeah. get, let's get more obsessed with that you right. know what I'm saying 10,000 hours not enough let's go ahead and let's be the best scratching the surface that's right just here. scratching the surface mm-hmm. and then it's like you know you want to make sure you sharp Mm-hmm. You know, you show up, and then people. You know, one thing too, when you're positive, dude, mm-hmm. people feel that. Right. You walk in a room, I mean, you attract everything. People right. come up to you; you don't even have to touch nothing. Right. 
Cause you you in a whole different space. You handle things so differently. Mm-hmm. Like everything, it's like a magnet. You can pull anything you want. And then look, I'm a firm believer of, of the universe, right? Right. And then the the universe is going to give you this. It's going to give you negative. And it's going to give you positive. Mm-hmm. And this is important to know how the universe works, okay? Mm-hmm. Because if you're living in the positive sphere, you can ask the universe for anything, mm-hmm. and it will give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You walk in a room right now, you will light up like a like a like a light box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you got nothing but positive. You touch somebody, their whole world faint. Their whole world light up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They walk away from that feeling good, like all right, cool. How did you get it? Because you look, you, look, you, look, put it like this. I was in Uber the other day, right? Okay. And the Uber was like, I was just telling him like, yo, life is great. Da 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 da. da. And he was like, yo, that really feels good to hear that, man. Mm. And when you see that, like, a, when you see somebody else say that, stop for a second. Was like, yo, that's really, I really like that, man. Mm-hmm. Because all people do is complain. Yeah. What are you complaining about? There's nothing to complain about if you're alive. This is our first time on this earth. Everybody's first time. If you're alive right now, this is your first time. So we're going to fail a whole bunch of times. We're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Things is going to go up. Things is going to go down. What I can say is just enjoy the roller coaster, man. That's yeah. a roller coaster ride. We paid for it. We alive, right? If you yeah. didn't want to be, if you didn't want to deal with it, then don't deal with it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's gonna leave at one point. And that's the end goal at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. So you just gotta enjoy it. There's no instructions to this um, this life we live in right now, man. Enjoy it. Right, right, right. No, I, t- I totally agree, man. I tell my girl that all the time because she, uh, she's a complainer as well sometimes. You know, she stresses about little things, but I try to throw that positive vibe into her so she can have a different outlook at, on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because you know how girls are. You know, they tend to stress over little things. But, I know. Yeah, man. You know, I think they definitely need to read this book more than males. But, 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 both. I think both. 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 You know, it depends on the person. You right. Know? But right, I would right. say both. Guys and Girls need to read the book. Kids need to read the book. Everybody needs to read the book because it gives you perspective. And like, listen, I don't even like doing business with people who haven't read the book yet. Mm-hmm. Now my new thing now is like, if I if you want to do business with me, you got to read that book first because I got to make sure you're coming at me correctly. Exactly. I, you can't come with me with all your your thing going on yeah, with your problems. With your problems. Don't come <laughs> with that problem. Because I got my own problem. I don't have any problems. I'm good. I'm alive. That was a test. That was a test. I'm alive. So, that's what that is, man. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it's all about the, the POV, man. And POV, man. And like I said, man, to all the entrepreneurs out there, you need that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how hard it is to be an entrepreneur. I know what type of work it is to be an entrepreneur. And then, even when you do start making a lot of money, when you start making millions of dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to get over other things. You have to get over comfort. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Comfort is the man. Comfort is you think you think not having money is a problem. Get yeah. comfortable. That's a problem. Did you uh, tell explain when you felt that way? Um, I felt like that. All right. So I had this one company. It was a tech company, and um, we sold the company. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Dango. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold the company, and you know I got this this got this check. Yeah, and then you know after a while you start getting what you want, right? Right, right, right. right. you get what you want. You start buying this, you start buying that. All right, you realize, all right, cool. I can make everybody think. All right, cool. All right, I don't really have the way. Okay, if I don't make any money, I'm good for the next ten years without making any money. You know right. what I'm saying? And then that mindset right there, after like year one or two, you realize what am I doing with my life? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm a high driven person. I'm high frequency, mm-hmm. high driven, mm-hmm. high energy. Mm-hmm. But then I was dumbing myself down to for comfort, the idea of comfort. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be comfortable. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. If I'm comfortable, 
I gotta get uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> I have to get in a situation where I'm uncomfortable. I will give everything away just to not be comfortable. So how did you get uncomfortable after feeling comfortable? Um, I started challenging myself. I started challenging myself. I started um, doing other things. Started looking for other endeavors. I started rethinking what I want to do now. Again, like, all right, what I want to do? All right, do I want to do this? All right. And I started making big challenges. Mm. I started making big goals. Mm. Because I could make a little goal. And I would hit that goal. I'd be like, all right, I'm bored. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. I'll make another goal. Hit that goal. All right, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hit another goal. All right, hit that goal. I'm bored. Mm. Now I need big goals. You know what I'm saying? Now I make big goals. All right, what team do I want to own? How am I going to get this team? All right, cool. Um, what uh, what company I want to buy? There's a whole bunch of things that goes on in my head that's like, what's going on? What's big? How can I put the team together? And I want it to be challenging. Mm. So that when... I, it will take me two, three years to get that goal. Mm -hmm. And then when I do hit that goal, I still got to run that goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just big challenge. That's what keeps me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Big challenges, big goal, high frequency, being audacious, mm -hmm. being relentless. That's what keeps me uncomfortable. And I like being uncomfortable. Because when you get comfortable, it gets boring. Mm -hmm. Everything gets boring and uncomfortable. You know, even when you meet a girl, you want, you want to make sure she keeps you comfortable, uncomfortable at the same time. Like, man, you know, I have to stay on my P's and Q's with this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, exactly. I treat everything like that. You mm -hmm. know, treat everything like that. So, that's what did it for me. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. Sounds like uh, book number four. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look back at this and be like, I'm going to start writing everything down like this. Like, all right, cool. I'm going to put this down. Book one, book two, book three, book four. I'll tell you, yeah, you're dropping some jewels, man. So now I want to talk about the marketing of the book. You know, as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. after you created this product, what was your plan to sell it? Because, you know, I've been seeing you hustling your book out here. You've made some, had some success. So, you know, what, what marketing strategies are you implying to actually move this book and make it a top seller? That's a good question. Um, hustle. Mm -hmm. So, I don't have no team around me pushing the books yet. Mm -hmm. I don't have a PR company pushing the books yet. Mm -hmm. I didn't do none of that stuff. You know what I did? Mm -hmm. I started hustling it myself. I went back to basics with me. Mm -hmm. Basics, talking to people. Hey, did you get my book? Mm -hmm. Did you know I read a book? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started working on my social media, building up my social media brand, building it up, and then posting it on social media, moving the books through that, mm -hmm. right? Moving through that platform. I ain't do nothing yet, because I, I, when I come, I want them to be like, all right, cool. I'll be like, listen, I sold 500,000 bucks by myself, mm -hmm. all by myself, off the off my off my social media, and off the talking to people. You know how many people I talk to a day? Like Every it. person I talk to, I sell them a book. Do right. you know that? Mm -hmm. Every single person, I don't, give a, I don't care if I, don't, if, if I don't know. If I just met you, if I say, hey, what's up? How you mm -hmm. doing, Nathan? How you doing? You know, I wrote a book, right? Right. <laughs> you want to check it out? I put that book right in your hand. Mm -hmm. And then it's about positivity. And if you need it, you're going to get it. Right. So that's how I've been marketing right now, man. I'm, I bring it back to people to people. Yeah. That's it, man. P to B. That's it. P right. to B. P to P. No, I agree. That's what, pair. I think that's the most effective uh, advertisement, word of mouth advertisement, you know, and then people skills having that type, uh, using that uh, skill. You know, to basically sell this book, you know, and then once it starts spreading like wildfire, then, you know, because the reason why I was more interested in the book, because we were chilling, talking on one day, and this uh, woman had uh, passed us by that I guess you sold her a book, and she was like, yo, I really loved your book. Yeah. But I knew you were selling it before going through your social media, but when she said it, I was like, okay. Now, now, it made me more of a believer for some reason. When somebody else said, because you could tell me about your book all day, but if somebody else told me, I'd be like, hmm. Okay, because you, cause you obviously going to feel right. that your book is the greatest. You know what I'm saying? How it could help me. But if it actually helps somebody else, now I'm like, damn, maybe he's on to something. And, and you know what, yo? You know what, man? It's crazy because I don't think my book is the greatest, mm -hmm. right? But I know it's going to help. I know it's going to help 
thousands and millions of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's really needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and especially from my point of view, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm in, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in it, in it. it ain't, this ain't no cliche. One, two, three. I had to learn how to meditate. I had to learn how to keep my mind clear. Yeah. I had to learn how to float above above water. Uh -huh. <laughs> I had to learn all those skills, like to to keep to be clear minded on everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, it could have easily went left field. Mm -hmm. It could have easily been negativity. It could have easily been getting in trouble all the time. It could have easily been that. But now I don't even see that stuff. I don't bring that energy in my life. I keep that energy far, man. Mm -hmm. Somebody come around with that sideways. I'm like, hmm. Mm -mm. And it keeps you calm. Yeah. I'm not confrontational. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like to fight. I don't do none of that crazy stuff. That's not my MO. Yeah. Right? So it's funny how when you're the calmest person, I learned how to stay calm in every situation. When mm -hmm. you're calm, nothing happens. You know right. what I'm saying? When it's two people bickering, yeah. then that's when someone gets in trouble. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody mm -hmm. get locked up. Somebody lost their job. Mm -hmm. Somebody lost their girl. Mm -hmm. Somebody girls with that other guy that they was fighting. It's like a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. Right. But if you call me, you just listen to the person. You're like, all right, cool. I apologize for that. I'm sorry. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Is there anything else I could do to make it better? That's all positive. Right. That's from that. That's just from sitting back and being level headed. Because it's not only about being positive, it's being level headed at the same time too, man. Mm -hmm. You know, people need to be level headed. People, right, so baby. you look at people. People are driving around and somebody cuts them. Off. That person is angry, yeah. and they living in a negative space. Yeah, cut me off. I don't care. Right. Well, go ahead. You got somewhere to go. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's fine. You want to look at me? You're cool, man. Yeah. You good? <laughs> Confuse them. Like, yeah. Oh, what the hell just happened? This yeah. world. I think it's like let me. Nah. Nah. Not time for that. I totally agree about that, man. I'm the same way, man. I'm believing a. Uh, being in control of externally and internally, you know what I'm saying? Because when your emotions control your thoughts and your actions, then you're no longer in control, you know what I'm saying? So being level-headed is definitely beneficial to anything you're trying to do in life, you know, because you're always in control, right? You know, like you said, when you're uh, in a, a level-headed state of mind, nothing happens. Well, you so things happen, but you're aware and you're conscious of how to move through it so it won't affect you Absolutely. negatively. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, tell me, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, where do I see myself in five years? I see myself being extremely, extremely where I'm at now, but 10 times that, right? So um, I see myself helping a lot of people, mm -hmm. number one. And, you know, my main thing on this earth right now is just to help people, you know. Um, I see myself having a huge charity. Mm -hmm. Huge being being um, immersed in the philanthropic world. Mm -hmm. um, I see myself having big Fortune five hundred companies, mm -hmm. uh, owning a whole bunch of them. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's uh, I see yeah, about five years. I, you know, it's funny right now because I just did a five year plan over again. Good job. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the five year mark just hit up on this one. You know, we're going into twenty nineteen. So mm -hmm. I just redid that. So. That's what I see for right now. I see myself being like, you know, like I said, the staple, the, the post child. I want to be known as the world's best and the world's greatest investor. Mm. So I'm working hard towards that. So I, you'll see a piece of that, at least. You know right. what I'm saying? At least a piece of that. Mm -hmm. So so what other business endeavors do you have moving forward? I mean, that you're having that works now. You know well, right now, I'm just focusing on my investment vehicle right now called Unlimited Minds. Okay. Unlimited Minds is a private equity investment firm that focuses on businesses, um, on real estate, mm -hmm. media, tech. Um, so I just, I'm just focusing on that. 
and growing that to the to the next to the next level and let people know that you know we're here to play for the big boys play mm -hmm. for the long haul mm -hmm. so that's that's the main focus that's it Nothing so explain else. a little bit of how I work and the success you had with Unlimited Minds well what you saying again? I say explain to me a little <coughs> bit on how Unlimited Minds work, like the mission statement and the success. Okay, so uh, so um, Unlimited Minds basically we invest in real estate, we buy our different real estate properties, mm -hmm. and um, we sell it for more once we acquire it. Right, mm -hmm. so um, that's how it works right now. That's what th this version of Unlimited Minds is right now. Mm -hmm. Before we invest, invested in media, mm -hmm. and um, now we're moving on to this vehicle, um, real estate. Okay, so that's how it's working right now. Oh, okay. So the, mo the most success is coming from real estate and real estate. limited minds. Right. Okay. Good deal. So where do you see that growing to? You know, just media and real well, estate? Well, I see it growing to... You ever heard of a company called uh, Blackstone? No, I haven't. Okay. So it's a big private equity company. I see Unlimited Minds being that or even better than that. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Matter of fact, it will be better than that. There you go. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I see Unlimited Minds being right now. So right now we're at the beginning stages. It's only year two. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, you know, it's not a long time. It's year two. We're doing good. Mm -hmm. But I see it growing to the, the, the biggest and the best. Mm. The wildest and the best. Which, matter of fact, it will be in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. The biggest and the best. No, that's great, man. I mean, I definitely would like to be a part of that. But we'll talk more later on. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm but that's, that's awesome, man. I'm and that's like, Unlimited Minds with a Z. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a website for it you want to give out? No, I don't. No? No. Oh. It's just Unlimited Minds with a Z. So how does one inquire about being a part of Unlimited Minds with, you know, because obviously not everybody could, you know, just talk to you like I can right here and there, you know, right. there might be people in China who might be interested. So how would they inquire? About well, there's, there really is any process in inquiring, you know what I mean? So the, so the way we do it is so structured mm -hmm. in a sense, you know, we have our investors that we deal with. So we have our investor relation team, relationship team that deals with the investors that we're dealing with right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if somebody wanted to get involved, you know, you know, yeah, you know where to find us. I mean, Instagram, all that crazy stuff is there, you know, mm -hmm. relationships, you know, we'll run into you. Mm -hmm. We'll see you. Right, if you, right. you want to get involved, we'll find you. Things attract, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's not really like a, like, how can I say it? It's not like a, you know, it's not like, you know, like music or anything like that. It's just like, you know, we, we, we're making big moves right now. Mm -hmm. And that's what the focus is. Audacious big moves. Yeah. We're playing, we're playing for keeps. Mm -hmm. So that's it. No, that's great, bro. That's great, bro. Like I said, I'm very proud of you, brother, because, you know, it sounds like you came from the bottom and you're working your way up and you self-made. And that's great because that's the things I'm doing and inspired to be greater. You know what I'm saying? But there's other people out there that had that fear of taking that leap of faith you know they want to be secure with school and getting a job for the degree and then you know kind of living that uh american trend i don't want to say american dream american trend that was designed for, for americans you know what i'm saying so explain to me you know what what made you <coughs> jump outside of that trend and kind of take this leap of faith because not to me that takes a lot of courage you know what i'm saying you have to overcome the three main obstacles which is time money and fear that people always use as an excuse right. you know what i'm saying so what made you look past that and say fuck it i have nothing to lose mm -hmm. i have nothing to lose i did the school stuff i did all i did all that crazy stuff I, you know what i mean like i said I'm, I'm constantly like i'm a very outgoing person mm -hmm. but when you realize that you have nothing to lose and you want the best, mm -hmm. I think, and those are the questions you have to ask yourself if you want to be in the world in that space. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you have nothing to lose and you want the best, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I said to somebody the other day, I have everything to lose to 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 care. Wait, I have everything to lose to care and nothing to lose to fear. Mm -hmm. You get where I'm coming from? So yeah. meaning that 
I don't have. I always think I have nothing to lose. So when I make a move, mm-hmm. it's on a nothing to lose basis. Right. You got to come from. Yeah, you're all in. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I'm going full throttle. I mean, that's with relationships. That's with business deals. Mm-hmm. That's with friendships. Mm-hmm. That's with anything. Anybody that's my friend, they'll tell you like, super nice guy. Like, I buy artwork for people. I do a whole bunch of nice things for people. I'm all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I say you're my friend, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. It's not no. Uh, 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 right. If you're my girl. You my girl, right? You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if I'm doing business with you, we're doing business. We don't need no contracts. We don't need none of that stuff because mm-hmm. because that's my that's the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. So what made me do this? Like having nothing to lose. I'm fearless. Mm-hmm. I have no fear in the world. I don't mm-hmm. care. Nothing scares me. Heights doesn't scare me. Bad credit doesn't scare me. Good credit doesn't scare me. Pretty people doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Ugly people don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Monsters doesn't scare me. Nothing scares me. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. I have no fear. Mm-hmm. I'm hot when it's hot. I'm cold when it's cold. I'm hot when it's cold. I turn on the heat. I turn off the heat. Right. I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Nothing fears me. So I have full control of my area, my sphere, my world, mm-hmm. my point of view. I have full control of it. Mm-hmm. I have no fear. Nothing you could do to scare me. I've seen it. I've seen a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you come from, it's mm-hmm. like, it prepares you for that type it of prepare, thing. It prepares, and that's the best. Yo, even when I was thinking about it, I was like, yo, you know what? I was like, how would I be if I had kids? You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, I know what things made me have this personality. I know what things happen. Mm-hmm. I know that when I do, eventually in life, when I decide to have kids, I'm like, all right, they're going to go to the best private school, best this and that. But I was like, is that going to make them prepare for the world? In a sense, I don't know. I'm just these are just ideas I'm throwing off my head. No, right? that's a good that's a good uh, question to yourself. Right, that's a good question. So mm-hmm. anyway, because you don't want your kids to go through what you went through, but you want them to be as prepared as you are for right. the world. And all you could do is kind of raise them right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if they're not in those type of situations that we went through, how do you prepare them for that? You right. know, besides just telling them, right? You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, because you got to experience it. Right. Same time. But then it goes back to this too. It's not for everybody. Right. Every you listen, it's nature versus nurture. The world pick and choose who they want to to play that position. Mm-hmm. We're chosen because they want us to play that position. Mm-hmm. The world, though the universe wants right. you to play this position. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing this position. There's a reason why I have no fear. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I feel like I'm unstoppable. There's a reason why I wrote a book. There's a reason why I can fail a million times and not jump over a bridge. Mm-hmm. There's a re- there's a million there's a million reasons why. It's, not, it's, it's way beyond you and I, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's, it's right. the scope, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so going back to what we were saying, we, we have no control over that. Mm-hmm. Nature versus nurture. Exactly. That's all it is. So everybody's plays their position. Mm-hmm. Reason why I'm fearless? Because that's the way it is. Exactly. That's the way it is. That, you know, I feel like, I, you know, there's nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to lose. And it works for me. Right. It might not work for everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nothing to lose attitude might not work for somebody yeah, exactly. else. Somebody might not be as charismatic or clever or witty enough to get out of situ- certain situations. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could have that nothing to lose attitude and win because that's the way it's worked. That's the way it, that's the way it's been developed for me. That's the way it is for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I agree, man. You definitely gotta control what you can control, man. You know what I'm saying? Thinking about anything and all the negative stuff that can happen in like Murphy's Law, mm-hmm. you know, it's you got to keep that out your mind. Yeah, be aware of it, but don't let it affect you, you know what I'm saying? Keeping that positive outlook at all times. So, tell me, how much is God in your life with all this? That's a good question, man. You know what? I feel like God is, God is everywhere. Mm-hmm. God is everywhere. So, God is all, all through my life. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. No, that's that's what's up, man. So, so, you, so you believe in... You know, the higher power, you know, you pray. Definitely believe in the higher power. Mm-hmm. Definitely believe in the higher power. 
That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Is there anywhere people can follow you and, you know... Yeah, you follow me on Instagram at Nathan Pelle. It's N-A-T-H-A-N-P-E-L-L-E. And, um, yeah, I'm always on there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else I was going to say, too? And I was like, yo, I just want people to, like, understand, like, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not. So, but if you do feel it in your stomach, please go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, go for it. Because it's a gut feeling. It's it's really something that's embedded inside of you that's already in your DNA, and um, just go for it. You know, I just for, I just realized I came from a family of entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm a grandma's son of this liquor store in the Caribbean Islands where she grew up at. Right. So um, it's important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even when 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 alcohol wasn't even legal. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty dope. So you see where certain things stem from. It's just like it's generations, 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 and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So. And it's so in you. Yeah, if it's in you, just just go for it, man. With entrepreneurship, if it's in you, just go for it, man. It's a, it's, a, it's something that you because everybody's gonna tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I like that, man. You know, I definitely think you should uh, start doing some uh, public speaking and you know motivational speaking to the youth as well as you know any other entrepreneurs. You know, so they could kind of because you have a story to tell and you have a, a testimonial as well. So it's like. People gravitate more to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather listen to somebody who's done it rather than somebody who just knows how to get it done but hasn't done it, you know right. what I'm saying? So, and it sounds like you're doing it, so you should definitely try to do some motivational speaking or more uh, motivational videos on your social media. I know you do some, but, you know, like, push more. that, push right. it more, push you know what I'm saying? Because it's all going to gravitate back to you and everything you're trying to do, especially with this book, you know what I'm saying? So, I definitely think you should um, practice some more of that also. But, um... But I just want to say it's been it's been great having you on the show. You know what I'm saying? You uh, we it took a while to get you here, but we made it happen. You know, and uh, like I said, I'm proud of you, brother. Keep doing your thing. I wish you nothing but the best. Much success. You know, love to go in business with you when that time comes. And um, you know, if you have anything you want the people to know, let them know now. Or else, you know, we out of here. Keep it positive, man. There you go. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, Nathan Pele. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching and subscribe to the channel.